Here's a little uh, follow-up on the Nordic wheel cross video I made uh, some weeks ago or something. Uh, it shows you how to make the most contemporary version of a rock carving that uh, you can really think of. And that's, uh, of course, a street art stencil, right? Because, um, as you see, an, an important thing that I'm trying to do with the Nordic animism co uh, concept is sort of to play with the bridging motives and knowledge forms that are from the distance or sometimes not so distant past to sort of bring them into our um, our age you know and you know the thoughts and minds and the way of relating to spirits and so on so uh, when I was uh, uh, looking for um, info on my video on the on the wheel cross there my last video then uh, the thought struck me that uh, you know how would you make a, a petroglyph or rock carving today and the answer is street art of course uh, so yeah, I'll just show you how to make uh, my shot at a contemporary street art stencil, the petroglyphs of the 2020s, the decade that we're in now, uh, which will define the fate of contemporary organized human existence. Uh, will we descend into conflict, brutality, and will hundreds of millions die of starvation as climate change rupture, will rupture, agricultural patterns and create death and suffering on an unimagined scale, uh, while both uh, right-wingers and regrettably also many left-wingers of the conventional political spectrums are uh, screaming like four-year-olds about uh, all kinds of more or less relevant issues and even misconceptions often. So yeah, that's our age, the time we live in. Um, so uh, yes, uh, here's what you do. You go to my Patreon page. And there's a link down there in, in, in the video here somewhere where there's a link to the, uh, where the stencil is available on my um, uh, Patreon page or the stencil template, it's called. And uh, this, uh, so it's a stencil of uh, the graphic designer Evan Nilsson's awesome design of the animist Yggdrasil version of the Nordic wheel cross. So uh, you take that down to your computer and then you either print it directly or uh, you put in a Word document in an A3 size and print it on a printer that has A3 and perhaps on an institution, office or something like that. You probably don't have that at home. Um, and uh, you have to sure, make sure that you are in A3 also in the printing settings and all that. Um, and uh, uh, then you just print it and tape it on a piece of stronger paper of some sort, something that's a little bit more durable. I actually took a paper out of the introduction for last year's Nordic Animist Calendar, which is made on this sort of nice solid paper. Uh, and, and the whole thing is being printed, by the way, in expanded form in the book, The Nordic Animist Year, that comes out here in 2020 and will follow all the coming calendars. Um, uh, yep, then you need a really sharp knife. Uh, and being the shit kicker that I basically am, I used some of the scalpels that my father had left over from, uh, he used to um, castrate pigs with them. Uh, but whatever, you know, you just need a, a super sharp knife. Then you need a little bit of patience in order to cut out properly, properly all the little later letters and actually create the stencil. And uh, then you tape it to a wall where you won't want to make your 
Petroglyph 2020, <laughs> and uh, you uh, work it with you know light, quick movements of spray paint, so the paint doesn't get too heavy and start soaking and and uh, dripping down and destroying your stencil and so on. Um, and uh, you leave it uh, for a little bit just just to make sure that the paint is dry, so you don't his risk hurting the stencil, and then you remove the stencil carefully, and voila, you have now made a uh, Petroglyph 2020 of the uh, Nordic Animist uh, Yggdrasil version of the ancient symbol, the wheel cross, right? Uh, my name, by the way, is uh, Rune Jane Rasmussen. I'm a PhD in History of Religions. I have my university uh, education from Uppsala and Copenhagen. And um, my uh, main focus for my education was actually on Afro-Atlantic religions. But uh, during the uh, last couple of years, I've been turning my perspective back, back towards uh, Nordic religion. And I'm now trying to look at that as uh, forms of rejected animist knowledge or processes through which animist knowledge has been rejected in our becoming modern. And that's the strictly academic side of my work. But this is also a kind of perspective that really begs to be brought outside academ academia a little bit, it, slightly in a similar way as critical race studies, indigenous studies, queer studies, and so on. This is scholarship with an, with an activist edge, um, want to change things in the world, which is also why I'm trying to work these perspectives into play in contemporary society in, yeah, in playful and experimental ways of, of a kind of cultural activist bent, you could say. So I believe that scholarship should be used um, to uh, play back into our culture. Uh, and uh, I'm trying to do this in a number of ways. I'm running this vlog here. I have a Facebook platform that's introducing Nordic animist perspectives uh, to people who are interested in looking at Nordic religion from a traditional knowledge perspective. Um, I have also been uh, an, an uh, anchor person on an, an ongoing attempt to create a cultural event that is re-engaging Nordic animism into our age. We're trying to reclaim traditional Nordic Yule ritual. Um, I've also been uh, producing debate in public media, uh, also as an anchor person of a group of scholars who are trying to introduce uh, traditional knowledge, not as a, this nostalgic thing of the distant past, but as a contemporary mode of uh, environmentalist reflection uh, on how we relate to the world um, and perhaps how we may try to inflict less apocalyptic destruction on the world that we live in by, for instance, reintroducing the traditional idea of respect and interdependence between humans and the wider community of persons and beings that, uh, that, are, that is around us. Um, I've also been uh, creating popularization uh, of this work, for instance, in the form of a calendar that tries to communicate to lay people uh, a traditional uh, knowledge perspective through their da daily lives, like a calendar, right? So, if you like what I do, then you can support it in many ways, and I do need uh, the support. Uh, trying to uh, sustainability sensitize your descendants with traditional Euro -tradi uh, or with Euro traditional knowledge is an incredibly evident and meaningful thing to do. But still, there are barriers against this way of thinking in um, professional 
uh, scenes. So I'm actually struggling to get through some of these kind of gatekeeping structures, uh, meaning that I'm an unemployed father of three trying to make ends meet while trying to save the world with traditional knowledge, right? So if you are a famous person, if you have links to Marvel or Disney or something like that, or if you are Elon Musk or George Soros or um, uh, Leonardo DiCaprio or somebody like that, then, then uh, you can contribute by contacting me and helping me to establish a platform for this possibly the most important cultural act, uh, activism of our age. You know, I, can, I can save the world, I just need uh, a platform to do it from, and, uh, uh, which basically means uh, being able to feed my children and not having to waste time on uh, all kinds of irrelevant things. Um, yeah. So, and if you are not some sort of multi-billionaire, you can still Patreon support me <laughs> and uh, share my work, share it into groups, ping your friends, you can like it and follow it. And uh, here on YouTube, you can press like and press subscribe and write a little message and all that stuff. And uh, yeah, of course, I'm fully aware that a, um, a, a little street art stencil is not gonna save the world. Uh, however, what is gonna save the world is broad, popular implementation of the ideas that I have and that I'm trying to work into our community or into uh, social play today. Thank you very much. <laughs>